Real music, real interviews, real information. That's why we call it Real Gospel with the X-Men. something about that name by pastor john p key will speak with him in a live interview this is real gospel
Real Gospel is the place where God gets the glory and artists tell their stories. I am honored to have returned on the program. It's been a long time, but the one and only Pastor John P. Key. Welcome back to Real Gospel, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? I can't complain. It has been a number of years since we've had you on the program, but you know what? Your music lives on. And so I just want to say thank you for continuing to hold up, hold up the Bloodstained Banner for each and every one of us who need inspiration and a word through music, sir. Brother, that means the world to me. I thank you because that's my purpose and that's the reason I do it. <laughs> Man. So listen, we've got a lot to get to and a short time to get to it. You've got uh, two dynamic songs. One, something about that name. And then you have another one uh, featuring uh, Kilante Gavin, which is uh, That Will Be Good Enough For Me. We'll talk about Kilante and that song in just a second. But uh, first and foremost, what have you been up to and what have you been doing, uh, you know, since pre-COVID and now what, you, you know, you had all that going on and, you know, just talk to us about how you've been. Well, one of the great things is I was able to work on this great opus, this great project uh, from the legend, the late uh, Rance Allen, Bishop Rance Allen, and I'm excited about it. It's 28 songs that I will reintroduce into the atmosphere for these young people to understand and know who he was in the 70s who he was in the 80s. So many people give Kirk Franklin the credit of crossing over first, when in fact it's not true. Ranch Allen whipped the secular industry with his genre, if you would. And uh, so I'm a student of the game. I, I, I was introduced to him uh, around seven or eight years old by my father. And so to go back and be able to reproduce all of this music and use some of the greatest artists of our time, man, I'm excited about it. I'm excited for you. And so why Rance, why, why the Bishop Rance Allen, whom uh, was a dear friend of the program. I met him uh, once when he came to the studios and uh, his brothers and, and um, just uh, a tremendous loss to the body of Christ. Yeah. But, uh, but, but why in particular Rance Allen, Bishop Rance Allen? I was, I was 23 years old. Well, let me start at seven. When I was introduced to him, my daddy was a great singer. And the only thing I regret uh, in 1981 and losing my father's, we never recorded him. And uh, so he had the range of Ranch, he had the charisma of Ranch, and Ranch was one of his favorite artists. So when you listen to John D. Key and I Do Worship and all the falsetto stuff back in the 80s, I can't quite do it now, but back in the day, I could hit those notes, man, but I got it from Ranch Allen. So I'm 22 years old now, Bailey Cathedral, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, I'm there for a workshop in my dressing room. I go up and there he is sitting in the room. I introduce myself. I just lost my father in 81. This is about 82 or 83. And he immediately just kind of takes me under his wing. He was very familiar with my work. At that time, I was writing and producing uh, with uh, Edwin and Walter Hawkins. So I had some of the Hawkins hits out. And uh, he just really took me under his wing. So to me, he was more than just an icon. He was more than just an artist. He was a father, so uh, uh, that's the real reason. I, I loved him for years. Anytime I would show up and he'd open up for me or be at a concert that I was, I always gave him my entire purse. I truly honored I did the right thing. So this project, I get to honor him, love on him, and I'm excited about it. Amen. You know, that sort of speaks to my experience with him when I met him. I only met him once, and um, he just took time out of his schedule to just sort of sit and talk to me and sort of minister to me 
um, about, you know, the importance of radio and, and, and what I do and the importance of gospel music in itself and just just took time out, left his brother. I think it was his brother and his cousin uh, down the hall, uh, just sort of left. They had to come in and get him like, hey, man, come on, it's time. We got to go. <laughs> and I could not believe that he was taking this time off from me, you know? X, X, what I know is this. You just told the truth. That's who he was. He gave you that extra time. And I just pray, man, I could be half of the artist that he was. Because he made sure he let everybody know, listen, I'm not going to take the that, that advantage of the point that you're playing my music or you're allowing my music to be a part of your ministry. He literally was that guy who let you know, I appreciate you for allowing me to be a part of your programming. Yeah, yeah, that was him. So this song that you have uh, featuring uh, Keelante Gavin, which is That Will Be Good Enough For Me, Elaborate on that a little bit and how the two of you, you know, uh, came together to collaborate, because I believe he's in Atlanta. He's a praise and worship leader there, and uh, he's doing tremendous things on his own as well. But how did you all two connect? Well, you have to understand, um, uh, I, I call myself the godfather. When everybody has an issue, they call me. But Kalante was the one to do this. So Melvis Rancis, I call it one of his anthems. And he did such a tremendous job with that song. I was careful who I got to do that particular number because I knew it had to be somebody that understood the art, here it goes, of singing. And I tell you, Kalante did an amazing job on that song. And um, what we have to understand is when you are doing these records, you, you can't overproduce them, you can't underproduce them. And Kalante delivers on this particular number. And when I tell you, everybody's on this project. So to have Kalante Gavin step up and literally sing and be a part of this project, man, it was amazing to me. It was amazing to me. Amen. Amen. What more can we expect? Is this the only collaboration? You said there were some other cuts uh, forthcoming. What What are they? Talk to us about those. Man tell you who we have on this project. We've got Cardi Cortez. We've got uh, 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 Melvin Crispell. Um, um, it's so many, man. And I'm excited about it because so many people got a chance to be a part of this project. Gene Moore, Teddy Campbell, B. Slade, Oakland, uh, Timothy Moe, uh, uh, Mario Artist, Gerald Haddon, just so many artists, man, got a chance to really be a part of this project. And I'm super excited that I was not only able to produce it, but during the pandemic, it gave me good work, man. Let me tell you something. I was able to work with some phenomenal gospel artists. Uh, 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 just, you, you, I, I'm excited. I'm excited because not just the, um, something about Jesus with me, Cardi, and Melvin, but there's so many other artists that got a chance to come in the door. And because I was Uncle John, I could call him and he showed up. Amen. You mentioned a name I hadn't heard in a while, spoken to him a long time ago, B. Slade. Uh, what's he been up to? He's really, really, man, uh, in transition. He's going through some things. I want to encourage him right now, just in case he is this interview, man. Uh, again, like I told you, so many of the artists, man, when they're in trouble, they call Uncle John. And uh, we're excited about him being on it. So he sings a song called Heaven, a song I heard Grant sing as a kid. And I cannot wait for you to hear it. 
he did an amazing job. Amen. And so I, I, I normally say when artists, whenever I interview artists on the show and they say they're uh, uh, coming to your church or they've been to your church, I say, you know what? Uh, you know you've made it. Uh, in the industry when you've been uh, invited to Pastor John P. Key's church to sing in front of that crowd out there or do something with him. So, you know, I just wanted to make sure that everybody know that if when you come to Pastor John P. Key's church in North Carolina, if he invites you and you get an opportunity to minister there, then you have truly done something special. <laughs> well, we've got the VIP July the 26th through the 30th man, and that's the time I get to sit down and listen to so many great artists. And again, on this ranch project, you got uh, Yana Crawley, Frank McComb, Fred Hammond, Michael Lampkin, just everybody, man. Pastor Jason Nelson, Dietrich Haddon, I mean, everybody, Q Parker, so many are on this project. Letting Ranch know, man, that we appreciate his ministry and his work, you know, even though he's gone, the legend lives. Amen. You mentioned you mentioned another name, Frank McComb. Frank McComb is, uh, I, I didn't know he did a little gospel. I, mean, I know they all do, but, you know, he's sort of a smooth and contemporary jazz artist as well. What, what was his contribution? Frank's contribution, um, Frank did a song with, Caleb John, Caleb Sean, and Frank did some playing on the record as well. Frank is another son of mine in the industry, period. And I, so Frank is on the project, man, and it's going to shock you. I'm going to let that be the secret. When you hear what Frank sings on this project, he takes you straight to church. And you stay in touch with me. He says, I'll give you some, I'll give you some bonus tracks on the side. I'll let yes. you hear <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Breaking news. Pastor John P. Key is going to slide me some 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 individual cuts that y'all are not going to hear just yet. But maybe we'll release some no, on no, Real Gospel. No, no. Look, I'm going to make sure you get it. Because one thing I know you will do. Hey, man, you will promote this great good gospel music, man. I'm super excited about it for so many reasons, because so many of us, you know, we knew the Bishop Ranch of today, but we did not know of his contribution in the 70s and the 80s. Uh, he would stand on the stage, watch that with all the secular artists, with the Curtis Mayfield, with the Isaac Hayes, and still represent gospel, man. He was funky, but he was still singing Jesus. Amen. Strong in the spirit. I mean, he, he could go and minister anywhere anywhere, any place, any time he was ready. So listen, as we close up the interview, uh, can you tell the listeners a little bit about where your church is, uh, the service times in case they're in North Carolina and they want to drop in and just hear a word because you preach as well. Uh, people may know your music, but you are a prolific pastor in the city and in a, in a state of, of North Carolina as well. Yeah, listen, gotta come see me. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we love it. I'm at 1337 Samuel Street. 1337 Samuel Street. And the website is www.newlifecityofpraise.org. But yeah, man, you got to come see me. I pastor where I poison. I got saved on the street. Told drugs in my neighborhood for four and a half years. God saved me on that corner and I never left. So all of my ministry, 64 active outreach. We never died. Pandemic didn't catch us by surprise because we were already witnessing to the community. So you got to come by and see me. Sunday mornings, 1030. Get there early. Get a seat. We are jam-packed again with no promotion, with no marketing. Man, God has opened up his doors again, and he has been faithful to John P. Key in New Life. 
Amen. And don't forget to check out the song, uh, which is uh, features Keelante Gavin and Pastor John P. Key. It is called That Will Be Good Enough For Me. And he also has another single out, which is called Something About That Name, Jesus. The one and only gospel legend himself. He still has music. I play traditional gospel music all the time. And I love, oh man, if I have more time, I'll tell you that song. I can't think of the name of it. It's about 10 minutes long and I squeeze it in every time I get the opportunity. Um, how does it go? I was, he was about nine years old. It's, it's a hand clapping, foot stomping song. I just can't think of the name. There it is. There it is. Amen. Listen, Pastor Keith, thank you so much for joining us on Real Gospel, sir. Let me tell you something. Thank you for being genuine, for being real. Every time I've interviewed you, it's almost like sitting at the kitchen table with family, man. And know that God has put you in that position to touch the hearts of lives you'll never meet. And I thank you for allowing me in this 60th year of my life to still be a part of your programming. You're listening to Real Gospel with the X-Men. And the real flashback song of the hour is on the way. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you. And by using a CGM system, you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most, finger sticks. Now it's possible to manage your diabetes better end the painful finger sticks and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details. 800-396-0150 That's 800-396-0150.